work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the June 19th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And that would be I'm Mike Caspar. And that would be, and now the news. President Mahmoud Abbas dissolved the Palestinian unity government and declared a state of emergency after masked Hamas gunmen seized control of the Gaza Strip. That's that's that place right down on Harbor Boulevard, right? The Gaza Strip. <laughs> the Gaza Strip. Yeah, yeah. The police have been trying to clean that up for a while. It's wow. uh, this is yeah. Anyone who talks about the real problems in the Middle East, and there are many, will usually say that the situation with the Palestinian Palestinians and the Israelis is the most acute, the most troublesome, the most intractable, and this only makes it a lot worse. You now have the most Armageddonish. Yes, the most likely to trigger uh, an exchange of nuclear weapons. It will be over this small little strip of land mm-hmm. on the coast of what is Israel and the God. What is the uh, the desert? What it doesn't matter anyway. The desert. There's a desert from the right? desert to the sea. Yes, to all and, of Southern and now California. Apparently, with the backing and of the outside Strip. outside interests, are are backing Hamas, and some are backing Fatah. The U.S. apparently is much more likely to back Fatah. It's going to make it. It's very troubling. You have to make a decision there, huh? Yeah. You can't just say. Well, now you have two two uh, extremists, extreme groups within the Palestinian people who have contr- who may or may not have control of. I don't know how much. Do they have control of the Gaza? Is that basically what we're hearing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the last report I heard is, yeah. is we we have uh, yeah. control by Hamas of the Gaza. Hamas looters broke into former Palestinian Authority Chairman Yasser Arafat's home and stole military outfits, photographs of his daughter, his Nobel Peace Prize, and six packs of gum. <laughs> oh, I don't okay. know. I see Iraq here, a bystander in Gaza said. Yeah. I think I think we're all seeing Iraq. I think there. we're seeing it. I think we're like Iraq two times, maybe three times right now with Turkey doing it. Oh, no. But it's in Iraq. Well, you have, you have a real strong possibility of a civil war in Lebanon. Yeah. You have a real strong possibility of the breakdown of Jordan, probably Jordan. into some sort of uh, mm-hmm. sectarian violence. Mm-hmm. You have I- Iraq. You have Iran potential there. You have Turkey invading Turkey. part of Iraq. I love Turkey. And then, and then the, the, the icing on the, on the top of all this is icing the, on the turkey. <laughs> is, is on the turkey the glaze yeah. on the turkey, if yeah. you will, would be the Palestinian-Israeli situation. And now within Palestinian, you have the Fatah, Hamas. Yeah. So, okay, layer upon layer. Yes, Israel and the United States tacitly agreed on a policy to treat the West Bank and Gaza as separate entities. That's unworkable. You should know that. Yeah, you should know that. The sacred Shiite mosque in Samarra was bombed again, raising concerns of a massive wave of sectarian violence like the one that occurred when it was bombed a year ago. This is a catastrophic event within Iraq. Yeah, when I saw that bombed a year ago, everybody was going, oh, yeah, that's pretty. Oh, look, it's not so pretty anymore. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. Yeah. This is, this means war. Yeah. Or this means sectarian violence, I guess is what I would say. It's, you know, when somebody comes into your neighborhood and blows up your church, you know, especially if you're a religious person, you do not take that kindly. I'm not an expert on Islam, but it's <laughs> what I understand to be an equivalent of, like, the whole, if you were to blow up Fatima, 
okay, if if the I don't know who I don't even know who would do it, but if the is it was it would is, be like if you were to blow up South Coast Plaza. Oh my god! I think that's the, the way to look well, at see, it. See now you're talking around here. Yeah. yeah, if you were to blow up South Coast Plaza, we would go to war. We would. Uh-huh. There'd be a lot of very angry people, women in SUVs driving up and down the freeway, very upset, uh-huh. shouting with, with, yeah, with rifles hanging <laughs> out of the side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In fatigues. Yeah, the but kids would be in fatigues. In, in Prada yeah. fatigues, in, up, in, and, up and down. They'd be Esca- sitting in, in, their, in their safety seats, <laughs> packing heat. Escalades and, uh, and uh, Range Rovers uh-huh. just driving over, over lawns and things, with armed <laughs> and dangerous. Major General Antonio Taguba, yeah. the Army two-star general who led the first investigation into detainee abuse at Abu Ghraib, prison in Iraq, said that senior defense officials were involved. Senior defense officials were involved in directing abusive interrogation policies. He said that he was forced to retire early because of his pursuit of that issue. Of course he was, and of course they were. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it's a standard operating procedure. And he he goes on to say that Rumsfeld and Bush had to know. Yeah. They were, Rumsfeld knew for sure. And whether or not he directed them to do this was the next big question. They probably told Bush. He just didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Huh? Yeah. So. Jay no. Garner, yeah. the man who led the initial American effort to reconstruct Iraq after the war, said the country is on the brink of a genocidal civil war. And its government will fall apart unless the U.S. changes course and allows a three-way federal structure. Mm-hmm. Three-way. Okay. I think we're talking three, <laughs> three-way federal structure. Kind of sounds like three countries to me here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, I, and I, even I, that, even if they were yeah. to decide tomorrow morning, we're going to break this into the Shiite, the Sunnis, and the Kurds, there would be such fighting over the sort of the no-man's land between all of those different groups that you would see just an hellacious civil war. We call that a Neapolitan federal structure. <laughs> well, I, I, I shouldn't laugh at any of this because it's it's the tragedy of this is is hard to fathom. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. Apparently, apparently Nathan was able to fathom it, and that was, that's his reaction to all of this. Judge Robert Bork, yeah, an advocate for tort reform. Oh, Bork, as opposed to tort reform. Well, an advocate for tort reform was suing the Yale Club of New York City for one million dollars after he slipped and fell while mounting a dais. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's where he gets it these days. Uh, huh? See, yeah. <laughs> uh, now that's a good story. Yeah, I like that story well, a lot. Tort reform. I know. And here's the guy. Who's, tort who's reform. Screw, tort reform is code for those darn personal injury attorneys are screwing yeah. everyone, and they they're just ambulance chasers, and you know they're just the worst kind of people. Yeah. So, so he slips and falls, yeah. and he wants a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, that's a great story. Thank Thank you you for that. A federal appeals court ruled that President Bush cannot indefinitely imprison U.S. residents on suspicion alone in order that the government either charge Ali Sali Kala Al Mari Mm -hmm. in a civilian court or release him. You can't just hold him. Yeah. Charge him or release him. Al Mari, a university student, was arrested in December of 2001 and declared an enemy combatant. We're the only country right now that's doing this. Well, I'm, I shouldn't say that. There are, I'm sure there's some horrible, terrible dictatorships that are doing things like this. But we're the United States, and we're holding people without charge yeah. forever, for as long as we feel like it, in complete and total violation of the U.S. Constitution and the principles by which this country was founded. Absolutely. They said 
the panel said, yeah. the president cannot eliminate constitutional protections with the stroke of a pen. Yeah, absolutely. Impeach this guy. An internal FBI audit revealed that during the domestic surveillance efforts, you know, the yeah. year or two The ago, mostly illegal and domestic surveillance operation, yeah. There, an internal FBI audit revealed that the Bureau potentially violated the law or agency <laughs> rules more than 1,000 times. <laughs> With 90% of the FBI's national security investigations since 2002 still remaining unaudited. Well, of course. So it's a thousand times, <laughs> and there's 90% left uh, to go. This is one of the more entertaining newscasts that, uh, yeah. Well, you're finding it entertaining. I am finding this hilarious because. So that means there's probably over 10,000 yeah. violations by the FBI regarding Let, domestic say, surveillance. Systemic, systematic, however you want to put it, a pattern of abuse. All, just come up with a phrase. It, it, it pervades this whole entire story. The, the whole program is it was an excuse to illegally monitor United States citizens, and they didn't care. A White House gone wild. <laughs> just, ay, ay, ay. All right. Continue. President Bush became the first sitting president to visit Albania. Now, don't they love him in Albania? Where Prime Minister Salih Berishas welcomed him as the greatest and most distinguished guest we have ever had in all times. Yeah. I, I saw the video of this, and the, oh, yeah, they were, they were going yeah. nuts, yeah. waving. It, it was Well, he could be president. After he's left office in disgrace, he can maybe go live. He'd probably buy a summer home in Albania. Mm-hmm. I wonder, you know, just, just as comparison, I think they ought to send someone else there. Just another, just, just to see what kind of reaction yeah, they would get yeah, there. Yeah. Steve Buscemi, you know, they might lose their minds for Steve Buscemi. <laughs> we loved, yeah, yeah, as good as President Bush. <laughs> you know, that he could say that all Trees the time. Trees Lounge is one of the best. They yeah. they love Trees Lounge. How they, about <laughs> how about Charles Manson? Send him over there. They might go crazy. You don't I know. No, no, it's see, it's that's celebrity. Little, that's celebrity. Hey, it's I celebrity. tell you what. Yeah, I tell you what. Paris Hilton. Remember, Paris. I told you last yeah, week yeah. that. That you know, I would I I made a plea to Paris on air. Yeah, you did. And I said, Paris, this was on another show, it wasn't on this show, but I want to represent you. I think okay. Paris, okay. I want to represent you. I believe it was when we subbed for for Jared. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's why. Yeah. That's why I remember. I'm going to represent you, and I, I will turn you into the next Princess Die. Oh, now there's stories about. Yeah, now they're now they're picking up on what well, I course. said, and they're writing stories in the LA the, Times yeah. about Paris. Now, yeah. But All but right here, make, watch next yeah. week. Yeah. They'll be writing yeah. about uh, sending yeah. Paris yeah. to Albania. Yeah, Albania. Because if she gets the same buzz, yeah. I think she would get a bigger buzz, actually, than President Bush. Hmm. Don't I, you think? Yeah, I mean, well, for me, I, she gives no, me... No, no, don't go there. She, I mean, just the, she, the people of Albania would say that Paris Hilton is the greatest and most distinguished guest we have ever, 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 ever had. Of all time. In, in, in all, time. all times yeah. plus. Plus, yeah. Turkey is dangerously close to launching a full-scale war across its eastern border into northern Iraq. Yeah, it keeps getting more dangerous. I, t- I say that that is that is the the nightmare. That is the absolute nightmare. What kind of pinches that whole area over there? It, it makes you know, well it northern just, Iraq. It's yeah, it's complicated in so many ways. The situation it would be because it's a it's it's a European well a, a country that's applied for membership in the European Union. It's in NATO. Yeah. It's a mostly uh, civilian controlled government. Yeah. Uh, they want oil. Plus, they have millions of of Kurds inside their country. 
which would undoubtedly set off a round of violence within Turkey, destabilizing the country, and maybe ushering in some kind of religious theocracy of yeah. some sort. I would say nuclear. And then they have, the, have and they, yeah. and they, well, there's something. It's, it's a, that is. Something. Well, I'm sorry. They have but, something? No, I was going to say, no, it would, they, trigger, it would trigger something terrible, terrible, awful, beyond. Nuclear. Nuclear. It would make Iraq look like, uh, you know, the, Turkey. Uh, the invasion of uh, the Dominican Republic. The House and Senate Judiciary Committees issued subpoenas to former Karl Rove aide Sarah Taylor and former White House counsel Harriet Mears. Yeah. That's that happened last week. Mike. Yeah, but that's a good thing because, and now they're after the, we haven't gotten to that story yet. We what? may. About the emails. The oh. Mis- the missing emails. Uh, House but, investigators learned that the Bush administration's use of Republican National Committee email accounts well, is far greater than previously disclosed. 140,000 emails sent or received by Karl Rove alone. Alone. Most of him having to do with his girth. <laughs> Most of them. Uh, well, see, that's, that apparently is on his mind off a lot. Other people's mind. What are, you, what are you talking about? I don't know. But anyway, he needs to lose some weight, Mike. Yeah, I know he does. And, and uh, uh, they're going to subpoena him. They're going to subpoena half the White House for this one. And um, I've got to believe Andrew Card is on the on the blog. Ken Melman. Um, there's just I mean you name it. This whole this whole government is a political operation. And the fact they're using RNC servers, I I can't believe they can't find them. That's what troubles me. Well. The RNC oversaw extensive destruction of many of the emails, including all email records for 51 White House officials. Yeah, out of like 80. The RNC oversaw extensive destruction. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have a feeling and they I hired say, some pretty high-powered high, high powered, uh, uh, computer techs to figure out how to completely wipe the, wipe the trail on this one. So they may be gone for good. I, 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 I just believe they went through, what is it, choice point? He's yeah. probably handling the account yeah. for well, them well, there, there, said, there, make it go away. There was a story a few weeks ago that we talked about where the, there was one particular outfit that ran these servers, that ran for the RNC uh-huh. and for the White House and a number of other Republican, like uh, Bush's campaign, re-election yeah. campaign. They were all in these servers that this one company controlled. I don't that, know that happened to, to uh, have control over the results of the Ohio elections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Defense lawyers in growing number of cases are raising questions about the motives of government lawyers who have brought charges against their clients. Court papers are citing the fear over U.S. attorneys' dismissals as evidence that their cases have been infected by politics. Mm. So now the whole legal system is a backlash through the legal system because of the firings. Yeah. Everybody's saying, well, wait, if the judge who tried me is politically appointed, then... Right. If I have anything in my case that's political, right, they should be disqualified. Yeah, disqualified. And I, this is you're going to see more and more of this. Is uh, the, the other the sort of other side of the story is what wasn't pursued by these attorneys, what wasn't uh, taken up it, it, that's a legitimate case for prosecution. It's not so much what they went after; it's what they didn't go after. What didn't they go after? We don't know, but we'll never know. Legitimate cases that's of, a, the, of, of political that's, corruption and... Is that the known unknown? Well, there we Or go. the unknown All known. Right, see, let's move on. That's that we know. Let's move on. Scientists led by the London-based Oil Depletion Analysis Center. I, I used to have a friend from there, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. The West Coast London-based Oil Depletion Analysis Center <laughs> man. 
man said Good that global production of oil is set to peak in the next four years before entering a steepening decline, which will have massive consequences for the world economy and the way we live our lives. <laughs> we might actually have to communicate in person. <laughs> we might. Yeah, that would be horrible, I know. <laughs> we do. We might actually have to listen to live music in small cafes <laughs> where we walk to. Uh, the horror! <laughs> I'll tell you. It just, I'll tell you. Okay, can I... F- yeah. Follow up a little story that I I picked up on from the. I know why you act. Okay, all right. The Earth stands today in imminent peril, and nothing short of a planetary rescue will save it from environmental cataclysm of a dangerous climate change. Those were the words of not eco warriors, but consider the opinion group of an eminent scientist writing in a peer-reviewed scientific journal. Yeah, there, there you go. A peer-reviewed scientific journal is essentially the, is asking for Superman. Yeah, they're asking yeah. if we if he can come back. And go really fast in the opposite direction uh-huh. of the Earth and take us back about 40 years. Yeah. If we can do we can that, we, we could start cleaning this thing up. Yeah. The other thing that I, I heard, yeah, it, as far as a small thing you can do, yeah. paint your roof white. Is that right? Mm-hmm. To reflect the... Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. They're well, saying that painting, if we got down and started, you know, all the asphalt services, yeah. start getting rid of all this, this stuff that's soaking in the heat, yeah. it could help a bit. Not that you know one well, one driveway is going to help, but yeah. if but if there were plans from now on to oh, build that yeah, way, yeah. that although it's not going to save the world, it's one step we can take that really doesn't. It's a no brainer, right? So it so our hair won't catch on fire for another six months if we were all to, to do that. Is basically what you're saying. It'd be six seven months before your feet won't catch on fire. My feet man. won't catch on fire. Okay. The feet goes first. <laughs> In a setback for organized labor. Yeah. The Supreme Court ruled that states may bar public employee unions from using compulsory dues for political purposes yeah. unless individuals give their explicit approval. It was a 9-0 ruling. You know, and I, I got to say, is I'm a friend of labor. I consider myself a labor guy. I, I, I'm with, I think this is the right decision. I think that— You've it's, never it's, been a member of a union in your life. No. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm it's, not going to tell you which labor union it is. Yeah, it's probably it's some the, sort of bogus. No, it's the Bikini Inspectors Union. Oh, for I, I remember I'm a pay, I'm a pays doing. Why would you even do, say something like thing. that? What does that have to do anyway, with anything we've been saying? Anyway, why? What? I don't get that at all, Mike. Any, well, I'm a dues paying member. That's what I'm just telling you. Anyway, this this is a it's a it's a very it's not a defensible position for unions to say we're going to we're going to. Be ha- we're going to pay is money. That, is it, where did you hear that? What? The Bikini Inspectors Union. Well, we're very, there's a lot of us in the union. No, no, no. I mean, seriously. There's, there's, where, th- I want to get down. There's I, thousands. Break of, it down now. There's thousands of us. <laughs> Don't defend yourself. De- there's there's no union of bikini inspectors. Now, where did you hear about that? There should be. Okay. It's a nine nothing ruling, Mike, and yeah. I'm, I agree with you. Yeah. I think that, yeah. that unions have abused this privilege. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not a defensible position. Yeah. Well, I think that they should be able to contribute and do all that they do politically. This is a tough one to stand up and say this makes sense. This isn't lot. It's just not logical. They have to figure out other ways to make this work for. All right. Yeah, yeah. And I and I and the approval makes sense. You know, the approval yeah. of the yeah. Uh, yeah. of the employee to use it for political purposes. They can have a little checkbox, whatever. Yeah. 
that's the way it, it's a little work. Mm, and then, of course, if they don't make a little check in the box, mm-hmm. they'll be buried in the river. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. In concrete. Yeah. Drop down. Drop down. They'll be. Swim with the fishes. <laughs> no, see, now that's, that's see, you're reinforcing terrible, awful, untrue stereotypes. That's why I say, yeah. you've never been a member of a union, have you, Mike? Massachusetts proposed constitutional, a constitutional ban. Oh, here we go. Let me read this once again. Okay. Massachusetts yeah. proposed constitutional ban on same-sex marriage was defeated by a joint l- session of legislature. That means there's no chance of it getting on the ballot in okay. November of 2008. Well, oh, good. 2008. Yeah. That's the new I know. shorthand. <laughs> no, 2008. There will not, it will not be on the ballot for a constitutional uh, kind of- double nub eight. So they can't overturn. Yeah. The Army admitted that it secretly dumped 64 million pounds of nerve and mustard agents into the sea, along with 400,000 chemical-filled bombs, landmines, and rockets, and more than 500 tons of radioactive waste, either tossed overboard or packed into the holds of scuttled vessels. Why why isn't (laughs) that the top of the page, front page headline news in every American newspaper in the country? Because it would scare you. Because you wouldn't want to visit oceans. What because have, you, you know, the tourist. What uh, have we done to the trade oceans? would plummet? What have we done to the ocean? I mean, I'm serious. What? You what take have, a look at your room. My room is nice and neat. <laughs> it's environmentally friendly. I know it is. Your yeah. room is nice and, and neat. And and I have. I just mean in general. And I, you, okay. Look at other people. And my, do not generally take good care of what's around them anyway. And, and up on my wall, yeah, is a framed membership. Membership in the bikini inspection. Oh, for crying out loud! This is this is turning into mm-hmm. you know, AM radio or something. I don't know. It's I find it disgusting. Not because not because of bikinis. Mm-mm. I don't find them. No, I don't find. No, them I mean I, I, I don't. It's it's just the general concept. Okay. It was reported that Ed Gillespie, named as counselor to President George Bush, will enter the White House with recent lobbying ties to dozens of companies seeking the federal government's help on everything pro- from proposed acquisitions to patent disputes. This is another White House counsel with lobbying ties walking in there and is going to represent firms with with patent disputes right now. Of course. And, he, and he's <laughs> going to lobby is. for the firms, and the firms <laughs> will get their patents, oh. and then 10 years from now we'll go, oh my, yeah. why are there... Wastes in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. How could that have happened? It, like I said, it'll be, a, it'll be a story on Frontline, and we'll all go, oh my God, how did that happen? Wow. I yeah. should, we should have seen that coming. You just said, how could that happen? You, you, said, you said, why? How could this happen on the, on the Army story? That's how it happens. Because nobody pays happens. attention when the first I know. when the first wave comes through, yes. everybody goes, oh, it yeah. doesn't matter. Does it it's matter? a free country. Yeah, exactly. Are you sure? And then they say something like, well, this is the invisible hand in the marketplace. So, and we all go, oh, well, yeah. then let it, then it's okay. And According then, to a Gallup poll, this, this one I like, the majority yeah. of Republicans in the United States do not believe the theory of evolution is true and do not believe that humans evolved over millions of years from less advanced forms of life. In a subsequent poll, it was found that Republicans think that babies come from storks dressed as postmen <laughs> and that orange juice is named after a color. See, 
That last, those last two things got to be a joke. That's got to be a joke. This is April Fool's. That can't be pot. That's not true. I don't believe that's true. I believe the first part. How wise you are. I, I, How wise you are. Uh, I was just, that was the joke. Uh, that, that was, was the joke. Oh, was, I that see. That was the other foot dropping. Okay. That's the way these things are structured. Uh, see. You say something true. Okay. This is kind of the, the, right, you got you know, me. the daily show school you got of humor. Me. Yes. You go bada bing, bada bing, bada bing. Okay. See, and yeah. I took it all very literally and yeah. I feel very foolish. I'm red right now. You know, My if you're a Republican red. out there, yeah. you should you should just I, I don't want you as a Democrat Sorry. to tell you the truth. But if if the majority of your party thinks that evolution is true, you ought to do some real consideration okay. on on where you stand in your life right now. Yeah. I think perhaps maybe leaving the country would help. <laughs> Let's see. What well, country? actually, stay in the country and convince some of your Republican buddies to read some science books. Yeah. What country would ex- accept with open it's arms? It's shameful. Yeah. I am ashamed I am of this country right now. Me too. <sighs> I love my country, but I'm ashamed of its behavior. And finally, yes, a new study indicates that the average American now is between two and six centimeters shorter than Europeans. What? The spotty U.S. healthcare system and weak welfare net explains why Americans have stopped growing. Weekly Signals Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit NathanCallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.